This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Testing, 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 testing. We are recording from a shed. A shed in a pub. My old man said Now it's time for Twitter with Tony April 30th Stay hungry, stay mediocre There is not such talented thing for most people Only consistent, devoted, hard working can bring real confidence May 1st. I wish all these kinds of so-called journalists can make a new professional term. Jerknalist. Hashtag VTD. May 1st. The truth and value of journalism is all about truth and justice. But those jerknalists can only live with making rumours and ipsation. Ipsation, come again. May 1st. Planning on several projects in Birmingham, bringing experience of hundreds of smart cities we did. Do like work with local partners to make city better. Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast. I'm David Michael, the editor of MyOldManSaid.com. And joining me this week is the chairman of Heineken, Dan Rogers. Welcome, and thank you very much for your free drink offering. That's no problem. Please make sure you collect it within the designated time. Is it, is it you got like five, ten minutes? Five, ten minutes with your voucher. So it's good if you could take your coupon. Only if you look about collecting a beer, beer complicated. What kind of beer do you like? Heineken! Fuck that shit! And this offer's only available to season ticket holders. There are some season ticket holders that are exempt for this free drink at Villa Park against Brighton. And that's those fans that were cheering for Blackburn and wearing Blackburn shirts in the away end uh, last week. Hang your heads in shame. 
no beer for you. Sorry, I forgot to explain at the start. This is one of our casual uh, podcasts where we meet in a bar, or in this case, a shed. <laughs> We're in the in the former home. If anyone knows Mosley, they've they've dismantled. We think the Tiki Bar. So Tiki Bar lovers, you're going to have to find a new home for no, summer no, it's twenty. Still there. It's I'm just not... moved. No, it is. The cocktail bar's there. Is it? Yeah, it's just. Uh... It's been remodelled. It's yeah, been remodelled we'll into. Look at They've got the uh, that guy that does the uh, Muhammad Ali street art. Is uh, put something up there, but we'll have a look at that later and report back. But the long and the long and short of it is, we are, we are in a shed. Yes. <laughs> that, the, the little shed thing that they hire out for private parties. Not the wine shed either. They wouldn't entrust us with the wine. <laughs> or, shed. or the cigar shed. No. Anyway, we we soldier on. So this isn't the actual fully fledged podcast. This is more a uh, can you tell casual meet because. To be honest, after that performance uh, against Blackburn, I couldn't be asked to uh, <laughs> sit up all night yeah. editing Negatron, Negatron. and Jungle and all that kind of stuff. We'll, we'll do that next week. Before we get into this, if you want this podcast to return in the new season while apathy reigns... <laughs> <laughs> Got it. It's hard for me to get out of bed and do my old man's out <laughs> under the current climate of football. But uh, please do tell your closest fill of friends about it, and obviously retweet it and share it and get it out there. Because although although we get a decent amount of listeners, we need more to kind of really justify it and become a patron get involved go to myomansaid.com click on the patron link you can access the menu bar on mobile by the left hand side the little box with the three lines in it and that will help support the show and we'll continue this possibly maybe possibly maybe (laughs) negatron alert journalists questioning our imperious leader discredit them journalist journalist right blackburn defeat essentially meant nothing Pointless end of season game alert. Uh, <laughs> well, the, this whole idea, well, let's lose on purpose to help uh, the Blue. Well, they were going to lose anyway. Come on. Yeah, don't we won four games away since you know, since Genesis? I think. Ah, oh, dear me, this is this is what it's become being an Aston Villa fan. That... Well, I, I like the fact that uh, Bruce actually <laughs> pointed out that two of those wins were against the bottom three, <laughs> oh. and. Uh, <laughs> He wasn't very happy. I mean, there was the, the transcript was readily made available by the Birmingham Mail. And all these people who actually support Bruce full on, but and then make out that anybody who asks questions is negative. What, what do you think about Steve Bruce's comments? Well, considering we've beaten two of the bottom three, we couldn't manage to beat the other bottom three team, could we really? I, I, the thing about it for me is, I don't mind, no one minds losing, but we could have at least tried to have win, won that football match. Don't you think it would have been nice that, at least for the six and a half thousand people who, who could be bothered to go to Lancashire and... Well, well, this is the point. I mean, they make a thing on social media before the game and obviously in the, the pre-match press conference. Oh, there'll be six and a half thousand people travelling up. Yeah. We're going to put in a performance for them. We owe it to them. This happens every week. They say the same thing. And then what's the performance? That's the thing that really irks me is that I, I don't... That's, that's people's hard-earned money and that not... And they, and they dressed up in fancy cost, you know, costume and they cost extra money as well. That was a good Donald Trump mask, though, wasn't it? it was a good, great, but the was, fans, the fans make actually. the fans make this, and that—that's the thing that I think football, not just Aston Villa, football needs to wake up to the fact that there are die-hard people who, you know, some people will go <clears throat> rain or shine, but don't take the piss, don't just be on the beach, but try. This is the uh, the second game in succession where we've only forced one corner in a game, that's, and that's damning. and in terms of statistics. Corners show actual effective kind of dominance of a game. It means you're kind of forcing the issue. And of course, 
people say, well, uh, it's better. It doesn't matter how much possession you've got; it's what you do with it. And corners are kind of an indication of that because yeah. at the end of the day, okay, it doesn't matter if you've had thirty percent possession or seventy percent possession, but if you've had ten corners compared to one, you've got ten times more chance of <laughs> scoring. Once. <laughs> Corners are, you know, it's a, it's a viable uh, chance. Well, scoring, particularly away from Villa Park, uh, fact alert, we've scored less than Rotherham. I think we're the lowest away scorers in the whole division, aren't we, with uh, 14 away goals this season? Bruce, his first game against Wolves, mm. he commented this essentially wasn't good enough and they made mistakes that should never happen. Yep. And to be fair, he, he hasn't been glossing over the fact... You know, compare him to Paul, Paul Lambert, who would say, <laughs> uh, you know, we go again, the lads did great. <laughs> And whatever the result, it was the same mantra. But Bruce, win, lose, or draw, has commented on the performances not being good enough. Even fans are just happy to win ugly or whatever, but Bruce has spelt it out. And this time, I think he went up a notch Mm. and was... Yeah, I think he was pissed off, to be honest. I, I think he was pissed off. I think that the other thing is you wonder whether, prior to Keith Wyness dropping his angry tweet, whether... Whether a conversation had been had, to be honest, because yes, this is the end of the season. Yes, there's there's nothing riding on it for Aston Villa. But actually, I imagine the owner and and the chief executive are looking at their investments at this point, going, "Hang on a minute, we're absolutely depending upon these people." And Bruce is the one who, to be honest, regardless of what you think about him or how he'll do for Villa, he yeah. must be looking at some of them, thinking, "At least put a shift in." But the thing is, I mean, Bruce has been saying it in the press, and then when the fan consultation group met him in January, he's you know he said exactly the same thing. Any any points that we were bringing up, criticism or you know observations, he was let's say you know multiplied them by two. So he knows exactly the problems. Thing is, we've had thirty coming up to thirty five games after Brighton, where it's enough time for a manager to actually start to remedy some of the problems. And he's you know he's brought in his own players. He had some good players in place already, like Codger, Chester. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but the book has to start landing at his own two feet. What, what, I mean, what do we not know about Bakuna and Gardner? What 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 more do we need to yeah. see? Do we, because we're not resting players at this stage of the season. What what are we expecting to see to say, hang on a minute, they're going to form part of next season's promotion push? Maybe performances, if there is a positive off the back of Blackburn, will be the, the full stop on their Villa careers. That people yeah. will, that, that will be, you know, in the last podcast I said that I believe that there's six or seven changes or um, turnover in the squad that's going to have to happen. It, games like that, they reinforce it for me. We haven't got the squad depth and near enough quality for the, to, no, to no, do this I yet. I mean, you're, you're right. People seem to be too sentimental about Why? very bang average players. Why? I mean, sorry, but this Hudson revolution. Get Bree in there. Let him play so he gets better because he's the future. Bakuna, WTF. Get him out there. Get Hurahan in there because he needs the games to develop himself yeah. into the bloody future of Villa. And they need to be blooded, these players. And the other thing is, I wonder, are they not the next crop in the academy who brimming to, to, to break into the first team? Or are these players not there? Is that the other thing? Because I just don't see... I mean, look I mean, look at Newcastle. Look how they've, they've sought promotion. I don't think it's necessarily been pretty, but they're going to go up 30 points ahead of us. Yeah, at least. And uh, I think last season we were we were only like 20 odd points behind them and now we're we're actually uh we're getting worse people. <laughs> or Newcastle are getting amazingly better. No, no 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 no, it's not that. It's not that. This is this is that's the frustration for me for this season. I think that we could have we could have got up there and I I wonder if we'd have just been a bit cleverer with our managerial appointments and a bit more shrewd in our 
initial recruitment that we could have steadied the ship. It was it was a crash at the Premier League, but it wasn't. You know, Newcastle crashed at the Premier League, not as spectacularly as, as Villa, but in as much disarray. Yeah, and you know, I always bring up the example of Sunderland, and mm. they started the season the season after they finished bottom on 15 points, which was a record at that stage. The next season, they didn't really have a proper manager in place. They just got the new owners in with the Niall. Uh, Niall Quinn was uh, involved and he actually had to begin Mm. that season as the manager and then Roy Keane came in and took him to the championship title now I'm sorry but Villa's situation was no worse than that surely so it's not impossible and then the biggest sorry one more thing the biggest yeah the excuses have been excuses have been ridiculous I mean from fans mostly fans with little little ambition it seems but the other issue is I I can't believe how poor this division is in yeah. terms of football well that's the, that's the kicker that I've said before I think teams have to play a certain way to get out of the league but I still think that good football and, and back to basics football is very very successful look at look at the success that Codgers had not you know, very direct, very straightforward goal scoring. You know, he's got some great technical ability. But you look at the, the success stories across the division. Brighton have just been methodically ploughing forward, relentlessly, yeah. really. And, and you look at some of, you know, both them and Newcastle have took defeats along the way, but have just had enough. It's like they they like go forward, they attack, and so they're like Brighton the big, particularly. So they're like you know, in terms of boxing terms, they're like the big puncher. They they may not have a great chin, like Newcastle have got beaten, uh, got, yeah. got beaten a few times, but they started equally. They well. banged away all all the Mexican road sweeper teams. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they've they've which I mean, used look to at be Leeds. which used to be look a common Leeds. phrase in boxing, but I don't know if it's kind of un PC nowadays. I don't know. Are we are we like? <laughs> I'm sure Trump. Uh, are we the clear? Are we the Klitschko? Are we the, are we the ambling older gent in the division who's pretty confident in his abilities that he's just going to wander in and no, do this? I'm, I'm, but Klitschko uh, put in a really good shift against Joshua and he got a lot of respect and I don't think we've got any respect from anybody at the moment. We're more of a Ricky Hatton, are we, in between fights, ballooning up and... Yeah, we know we're Tyson Fury uh, at 40, 45 stone. Uh, Fury, the Fury perhaps... That, that's what simmers within I us. I like Fury. I want, he's like an old gangster. He's, he's kind of he's sitting there doing his uh, Instagram videos, lying in his bed, uh, you know, thirty-five stone or whatever. But his, his, his hair's kind of growing back. He's like James Galdafini in uh, <laughs> The Sopranos. He's got this raspy voice because his voice has gone. It's brilliant. I, I, I would I, never I, have made The Sopranos <laughs> link personally between Fury. But I want to see him. It's. Uh, I want to see him back. I'd like to see him against. I want to see him in the dugout. I want to see him against Deontay Wilder. That, that would be the first fight I'd like to see. <laughs> anyway, uh, back back to Villa. Oh, do we have to? You've got Brentford are going to finish higher than us. The pub team will finish higher than us this season without. And we took their best the player pub. off them in January. <laughs> Like we took their main uh, goal scoring threat, and they've and just kept scoring as well. And they just <laughs> the managed to like improve and finish above us. Uh, and all these excuses that we can come yeah. out with. Negatron alert! Villa strike force compromised. Codger broken ankle, and nobody passes to Hogan. Play for nil nil draw. Repeat. Play for nil nil draw. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Oh. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Back to the, uh, the the latest excuse, and that's Codger's injury. Which, I mean, the, there's a cruel irony there. Cause the suspension you're going to mention, aren't you? If we did not yeah. win that appeal, or if it wasn't granted, <laughs> he'd be fit. Already. How villa is that? that, that you, <laughs> we win the appeal. Totally villa. And then, and then in the game that he comes back from, he gets nailed. I mean, what the... If there's one thing I do see sympathise with Villa managers on. We've had some horrendous injury look over the last couple of years, haven't we? If there's a, if there's a player who's got injured, it's been long-term. But I it? think, you know, most teams have this kind of... Uh, it, we seem to have like a roulette wheel of injury. It's not like, not injured, 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 not injured. It's just like, injured, but how bad? And they spin the wheel, and it's... Because <laughs> the other thing about Codger's injury is it's not just a broken ankle wear or a fracture where they go, you know, a few weeks in plaster gets better, people are going... Oh, we have had some long-term ones. So yeah, that, agree, that's, yeah, that's what I mean. And It's never like, it's never, oh, we, you know, bit of a tight calf or something it's always has to be destroyed doesn't it whatever part of the body i mean i think i mentioned last time uh, the blessing in disguise of codger potentially being out as it was for three games would be to give bruce three games to actually uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. formulate a way of getting hogan involved and actually having a more progressive way of attacking of course we won the appeal not a bad thing necessarily is this is this where we i mean we should terminate the loan deal of ross mccormack bring him sorry wheel him onto the pitch and with his inflated calloused face he could he could <laughs> score the winning header against is that not no no and no. then i woke <clears throat> up so hey, we spend 12 million. So, so, what's the way forward in terms of the striking situation? Do we have to go out and punt another 12, 15 million on another striker? What's the I don't, I don't What's the point it. that we, we need to start feeding the strikers that we've got? Because Codger's got that similarity with Benteke where he actually makes quite a lot for himself. Yeah. There's some good assists from Adoma in there, but look at Hogan. Hogan makes some really clever runs in the central channel, and we just don't feed the guy you know if we looked at how he scored his goals at Brentford and said right we're just going to replicate that I've not seen anything I do think we're very negative in midfield though we, we Lansbury's no. 2D mm. Yednak's practically a centre half I think we're the, the only benched. thing negative about Aston Villa and that's you we're talking about fans <laughs> websites supporters if you think supporters are different from fans Negatron uh, Negatron it's it's the way they play yeah, full yeah. stop I mean, we all fell in love with football because it was exciting regardless of what the outcome was. And particularly as a kid, you, you went for the thrill of everything, didn't you? And it started to sound like jumpers for goalposts. Yeah. But how how sanitised has is, is, is a lot of the football become? It's a fear of defeat almost paralyses us to want to be, you know, take the risk. Look how our midfield plays. It's so it's almost zonal midfield. You know, they don't they don't burst beyond there. To be honest, I haven't watched much Premier League footage, but I, I did go to the League Cup final, and you know, just watching Southampton play, I was like, wow, this is this different, is yeah. this is different from what I've yeah. been watching at Villa Park. Totally. In terms of the ramifications of Codger, I think uh, 
a good team. Look at the well, look teams. Look at what Fulham did. Look, no, look targeted at the, him. Look at the teams that we've taken their best player off. <laughs> and they've managed to survive. So if Codge is our best player, it shouldn't be an issue. A good team has a good team, yeah. not a player. That's and it's been, unfortunate. Very good it's point, an unfortunate yeah. if you lose Yedinak or Codger to injury. In the scheme of things, it shouldn't really kind of take you away or defer you away from the big goal. But we've talked is... about our plan B, haven't we? That, that that's the case. We're sort of trying to mould together a team. I'm, we're not sure what that team is, but you take one pivotal part out of that, and, and the house of cards sort of falls in, doesn't it? That yeah. you know, when Yedinak's not there, we look incredibly vulnerable. Um, when Codger's not there, we don't have any goals in the team. And that's that's baffling because you, you're swapping players in. But there's so little flair. Maybe yeah. it's flair that we're lacking. There's, there's not that. And yet in Lansbury, all I saw before was a flair player. And Hurahan was bleeding assists. Hogan was bleeding assists as well as goals. And, yeah. and, and that's a real... What do we... What are we doing? And that says to me coaching. Be, yeah, it's got to be coaching and, and, and the manager. I mean... You don't become we, a bad we, player overnight. And we see it with our own eyes the way Villa yeah. set up. Yeah. And, and we see some of the, the kind of baffling uh, kind of formations. What's Bakuna doing over on the left wing? Oh, <sighs> no, on the right wing, and then Adoma's playing on the left wing. I, Was that against QPR? Yeah, we've had this sort of strange... Semi, sometimes semi... Bruce has not played players in their best position, mm. the positions that he brought them into the team for. Well, that's the, that's the, been the peculiar thing with the midfield as well, is that we had this peculiar half-rehabilitation of Amavi into a wide-attacking, come tucked in. I'm, I'm still not sure what it is now, but we saw some of his best performances in that, but yeah. he was limited as well, because no-one's really sure what his role is. And that I, I look at our midfield and I wonder, how many of that of those players are the same? What What is Bakuna's role other than to run around and harry? What is Gardner's trait what's, other than... You know, to... What's Grealish's role in the context of getting the best out of him? I'm t- uh, uh, I mean, he's we, vulnerable we, this summer, I think, to being um, Yeah, replaced. we've spoken about him a lot. But, it, but the irony is, there's been these players' videos, the, the Villa social media content marketing content team have put out where they interview the Villa players about certain things and they always say who's the best in training pretty much most of them say Jack Grealish as being the best technical player which we never see (laughs) Jack Grealish apart from uh, fleeting glimpses of what in the world of football why do they revere him to be good like in terms of England under 21 he must have something Mustn't he be? And, and is he going to be one of those players who, for many years at youth level, is is the next big thing? Because there's plenty of plenty of England under twenty one teams that I, I bet if you look 10, 20 years back, yeah, yeah, yeah. how many of those players went on other than your Rooney's, your Gerrards, if, even if they were included? Because a lot of these players will mature physically eighteen plus, won't they? Yeah. So you know that England, well, England under twenty ones, England under twenty threes, as it is now. You know, look at the Villa under twenty under twenty three team. It's already begun this year with the amount of players being released. Well, that's your measure, isn't it? How yeah. many of those actually actually graduate to the to the senior team? Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the summer. But you get I a mean, free pint at the weekend, though, David. They've, they've kind of uh, they've pinned their colours to the mast on Bruce. I mean, I, I heard I heard rumours that he was he got the job. Because out of the three targets, one was Sean Dyche, the other one was Wagner. He was the only one who would sign the clause that if they didn't make the playoffs, they could get rid of him. Mm. I think with zero compensation. So that's why I th- right. think he took the job. But also, I mean, you've got to factor in the other two had jobs and they were in yeah, compensation teams in well. better position as well. Mm. And you've got the compensation situation. So you can't really you know, read into that too much. But, uh, I think Bruce will look back and, and he, I think honestly he will see this as um, I think he's a failure. Fa- I think so it was thus far, he's failed. 
and, and I think you'd be really yeah. disappointed with it because and, uh, you know I'm not saying Bruce out or whatever I'm just saying I bet you if you look back at his at his history particularly getting teams out of the division or improving them annoyingly with Blues is a good example because he took them from was it 15th and absolute nowhere to playoffs and, and beyond that's the frustration. I think we are better equipped than we've got to be better equipped than a Hull were. We've got to be we've better to, equipped no. than a Blues were. But this this is what I'm. This is a different kettle of fish because he's Villa's not Hull, Wigan, and Blues. I no. mean, they're teams that you know they're kind of punching above their weight, and that's the kind of team. He- I mean, am I am I caught up in the the Villa team what? on paper? sort of mentality where I'm looking at the Villa players and well, I'm thinking the, the, the Villa in terms of the bank balance where they've spent over eighty million on these money. on these he's staggering money on these turd words. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a fucking 80 million quid but no Bruce he's got to improve he's got just got to improve the way they play because you can sign, they can keep signing players my eyes are going to roll now because they made the right purchases as far as I'm concerned yep. Hurahan Lansbury all, yeah, all, yeah, yeah. all rational Bree was, was good we've got no answers Yedinak, we've got no answers good, you know <laughs> McCormack he even as baffled as us. McCormack I, I didn't think he was at the value at no. the price they paid I wouldn't have bought him I see why we bought him not for not, the money it's not my money so if we're going to get him in can spend 100 million on him or 2 million if he's in he's in but that <laughs> oh, the bottom line is logically they've made so many right steps but maybe they've it's just spending big time and just spending your way out the division wasn't going to work because it suddenly if you're Change getting, takes if you're time, getting yeah time. but if you're getting paid three times the amount you were getting paid mm. at like Barnsley or whatever suddenly you're slightly yeah. demotivated because you you're kind of you've you've hit pay dirt mm. so there is that factor it maybe takes the thirst out and and changes you because suddenly you're thinking about buying yachts or, or whatever whatever but anyway uh, free pint against Brighton for season ticket holders what happens after the free pint do we get to see Brighton uh, <laughs> oh, no. celebrate the league title well they maybe um, they'll be pouring their free Heineken into their trophy and Heineken fuck that shit and parading it annoyingly around Villa Park I mean, if, oh if, now do we get Lap of Honor I love Lap of Honor well they cancelled it last time I mean, that's I, what I mean I, I, I love I, it I helped advise them <laughs> not to do it last season we should have paraded Jolie and Les Scott we the, should have cor- paraded him corpse I mean, there's a school of thought because of our social media rivalry with Newcastle. We want Brighton to beat Villa because then Newcastle won't win the title, which is going back to the trend of Blackburn Whoa. beating us. I don't give a fuck about who wins the title really now. I don't matter, care about the now. Blues, whether they're up or down. I mean, the thing about the Blues is Villa, certain fans who, that's it for them. It's beating the Blues and finishing mid-table yeah. in whatever league we're in. I put a line that our aspirations shouldn't be beating our minnow neighbours because they're a smear on footballing history and we, we're supposed to be... We're supposed to but be... Regardless of your... Uh, Listen, I want to sit on the fence on this one. You know, we, we don't need their manure-ridden trotters yeah, 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 to be yeah. underlined. No, no, but the bottom line is... We've got a, we're bigger than that this. That was the only we're big game this. this season. That was the only big game. Gabby won it. If we're in the championship, then you might as well have the Blues there. But I'm not really bothered what division the Blues are because... Don't matter. It matters that, about Villa. That and that's sorts it, yeah. itself out. Whichever way, it makes no imprint no. on my life. But... Villa need to be in the Premier League and they're not going there at the moment and we're going into next season and it doesn't matter what PR the Birmingham Mail put out for their for their biggest advertiser Aston Villa and all you know all the emojis that the Villa marketing department can put out Villa have got to start being more effective and winning games you know they've got to clear out the bacunas I can't wait for Tyson Fury to be in charge yeah, we're going to get Tyson Fury on the podcast. He's going to host it. <laughs> It'll be more coherent, which doesn't say... <laughs> anyway, 
until uh, next time and we will have a, uh, a proper podcast show this is one of the 0.5 easy Prince of Wales shed sessions it's a summer house is that what you call it summer, summer house? house yeah maybe we should take a picture and put it up so yeah. people know what the hell we're talking about you didn't know it's a shed it is a shed it's a good shed it's a big shed it's got a big TV in it and a leather uh, bench I'm sure some of our listeners may have been here since it is a very popular pub one of Birmingham's finest. Anyway, until next time, until, uh, well, it'll be the end of the season, the next Hooray. time we speak. Thank God for that. And into our promotion season, David. It's goodbye from me, and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. My old man said... Raymond, where's the fucking beer, man? It's right here, friend. You want me to pour it? No, I want you to fuck it. Shit, yes, pour the fucking beer. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.